Hit 105. G'day, welcome to our podcast. Hello, hello. 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 Um, no, I don't think there's any commercial identities I want to bring down today after yesterday's <laughs> podcast. After your um, slamming of uh, radio school. I didn't slam it. No, you slammed it. You... It's just that's my personal experience. Your personal experience with radio school may be different. Highly unlikely, but <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I didn't go. <clears throat> no. I don't think all schooling is necessary. I didn't even go to university. Like what, just like schooling in general education or tertiary general. education isn't necessary? Well, I don't think, not everyone learns the same way. No, that's for sure. And I think it's, especially with, you know, how everything in the world now is at, no one fits in the same box and blah, blah, blah. If we're willing to let there be 33 different genders, mm-hmm. why don't we work on a few different ways to educate people? Mm-hmm. Because not everyone learns the same. Just like... Boys and girls don't learn Absolutely. the same. You know, boys are very um, handsy. You know? Yeah, movement the, the, oriented. The, the, yeah. the way to say that better is tactile. Yes, that's, yeah. that's, what, I was, <laughs> that's what I was looking for. Yeah. You know what it's like? If you tell if you tell a boy how to do something, they can't do it. If you tell a girl, she's yeah. very good with instruction. Language-based for yeah. girls, yeah. If you show a boy, yes. bang, he knows straight away. My elder son cannot wait to start. He starts an all-boys school in year five, which yeah. is only a year away, essentially. Yeah. He cannot wait. Because everything is designed yeah. for the boys. That the fact that they don't have to sit—well, not every classroom—they don't have to sit at desks. Yeah, right. There's zones. Oh. So if you um, oh. if you feel on a particular day that you're going to do better sitting on like a little uh, like papa dum chair or a little couch, yeah. you can go there. Wow. Well, that's if you feel like you want to stand up a standing desk on that particular day because you're a bit more jittery, a little bit more fiddly. Yeah. Then you do that. Right. They've they've identified that the boys are fine yeah. to get their work done as long as it's in line with how their bodies are, are, are moving that day. Right. Yeah, so it's awesome. You tell a girl and you show a boy. Mm. That makes sex ed very different for both of them, doesn't it? <laughs> 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 we, were, we were having such a meaningful we conversation really until then. We really were. <laughs> well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> Back down to my level. Is it hard? We're going through this at the moment with uh, with Xander because we're sending him to a Catholic school. Yeah. Is it hard to have that internal chat with yourself about the price of schooling? Like to go, it's pretty expensive, but it's his education. Should we do it? But what if we use the money for something else? Like it's that's a tough. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a conversation that you definitely have. You definitely have. Yeah. And then like it sounds bad, but we always say our elder son Ethan. That paying for an education for him would never be worth it because he has zero interest in school. Yeah. He is the classic kid where you could pour half a million dollars into his yes, education. Yes. He still wouldn't go and do the test. That's just him. So what's he going to do, though? Uh, I, he, I think he's going to do music production. Uh-huh. Cool. That's what he wants cool. to do. Yeah. Yeah, my dad, like, growing up, he was he he didn't believe in private private schools. He was... He was just like everyone. It, it shouldn't be about what money you have. Yeah. So he, we went to a state school, a state yeah. primary school, which was fabulous. Jindalee State School, props. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is the first time that sentence has ever been said. 
<laughs> I was the school captain there, guys. Don't give of it. Course don't give of course you were. You're such a school captain, <laughs> aren't you? Were. I mean, one of the greatest achievements of my life. But then, <laughs> that's, that's, that's where it stopped. Um, and then Dad was like, same thing for high school. I don't believe in private schools. You girls are going to state high schools. Uh. Um, and I'm the youngest, so my, my big sister went and it, it she was a brilliant, brilliant academic student and it started going downhill. And that's not to say anything about the school she yeah. went to, but Dad saw a very different no. side to it. No and props for that one. No, <laughs> within, um, but this is, a, this is a general, this is back in the 80s, yeah. you know, early 90s. So you lived out at Jinder Lee? Yeah. Next to Amazon's? Yes. Oh, my, props. Props. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't. You don't know Amazon's. I, rem- oh, I remember. I remember. Amazon's. Oh, Amazon's was the oh. shit. Amazon's was like glory days of the western suburbs. Yeah, it was so good. Well, it, I'm out there now, yeah. and I wish there was. Oh, oh there's was the River Rocks. Oh no, no you can't compare. Like it was even better than Wet and Wild oh. and everything. It was so good. Shotguns, shotguns, the shotguns yeah. were like. Why did they take it down? I mean, to, other than to replace well, it with the DFO. I think there were lots of safety yeah. incidents yeah. that started happening. Oh, yeah. That'll get you. That'll get you. A lot of people because the shotguns. You looked at them and you went, "This is a death trap." <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun trap, but it's it's not, yeah. It yeah. But, uh, you know, they sketchy. were the days, though, when no one really paid attention to safety. It's <laughs> just know. like, good luck, kids. Drop yeah. you off at Amazon's. See off ya. we go. Yeah. Anyway. The good old days, hey? It really was. I had the hots for one of the lifeguards at Amazon's. Do you know what? I was a lifeguard no! at <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. No, but his name was Justin, so I know it wasn't you. Okay. Yeah, mm. yeah. Did you have a fake so you had to have mouth-to-mouth resuscitation? No. No, no because, I, I, you know, I I looked like a boy until I was about 15, so there was no hope of... Are you a woman? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I just looked like... I looked like... A pr- you laugh, but it's a, a cross I, 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 I had to bear for many years. Uh, <laughs> should have kept it up. You would have got paid more now. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. How on earth did we get here? I don't it's know. We're talking about <laughs> schools. Yeah, let's play it. Props. Let's play the podcast. <laughs> hey. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, guys. What did you just do? <laughs> what did I? No, I didn't. Uh, that was good. that was a. Uh, I've done something wrong. Hey, 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 hey. 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 Huh? You like my son coming home yesterday an hour late? Oh, yes. Hey. Yeah. An hour, an hour late from what? His friend's place. They're in exam block at the moment, so school hours kind of chopping and changing. Mm. And uh, he only had to be home. I was telling Stav, I'm very disappointed in my child, my 16-year-old son, because yesterday he got busted drinking in the afternoon, right? So he was going to his friend's house for a swim, and his mother said, yeah, sure, go around there, hang out, be home at 5 o'clock. He turns up at 6 o'clock after this long-winded story of his friend hit his head on the pool oh God. and had concussion. Oh, and too much, Ethan. Yeah. Exactly. You've just got to yeah. peel that back to get away with the lie. Step yeah. one is he got someone else to write the text message for him, and I knew it as soon as I got it because it had too much punctuation and an emoji in yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, that was my first mistake. <laughs> 
And then he comes home. We have the big argument and everything. Where have you been? I've just been there. I, my friend hurt himself, blah, 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 blah. It turns out he admitted they'd been drinking. And you know what it disappointed me the most? What? Not the fact that he was drinking, that he's so dumb that if he had just turned up at home at 5 o'clock, no one would have asked any questions. He would have got away with everything. All he had to do was turn up at 5 as per his mother's request, no questions. You give them an inch, they take a mile. I remember wagging exam block uh-huh. um, or just sort of deciding myself, like, I don't need to study at school. I'm just going to go home. And look at you it, now. And, and, and do a better <laughs> job of it. And I remember getting busted at home and mum going, why aren't you... St-? And I was like, because I can get more work done at home. Oh, that like, old that- chestnut. No, but it's dead set true. I did. I was like, mum, I'm actually studying. And she was like, you don't get to decide that. And I was like, but I kind of do when I can forge your signature that yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a subject. I reckon they... Forgery. They, yes. They should give you marks for being able to pull off your parents' signature. Oh, I got away with it for so long and then the nuns busted me. Oh, the nuns busted uh, me. The yeah. nuns the busted me you. and I was given yeah. detention for yeah. a month in the library. I was lucky enough, I was on radio in the town I grew up in when I was 15, working for free, and I took in a sick note I'd written from my mum to, mm. <laughs> to the office ladies said, oh, I was sick yesterday, so I wasn't at school, but I'd been doing a shift on air that day, and they went, we have the radio oh, on in here, you idiot. <laughs> Hang on. It's all just connected. Now I know why, why Ethan can't pull it off. Ah, there yeah. you go. Runs in the family. It does. What are we doing? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. What? That don't impress me so much. No, no, no. But right now, if you want to see uh, Shania Twain, the fantastic Shania Twain in concert, all you've got to do is call 301060, give us a call, and tell us a story that is going to impress us, blow our tiny little minds. Collectively, we all have to agree that your story is no, the best. No, uh, no, no. Makes all the I'm easily impressed. I love most stories, so I'm glad that there's you two to balance me out because I'd be sending everyone to Shania Twain. Rebecca, how are you going to impress us? Good morning. Um, so when I was born, I was actually born with an extra thumb on my hand. Oh, you'd be like the only yeah. movie reviewer that could give it three thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Did it work or was it just like, did Dangly. it just hang there and flap in the wind? Um, it used to just, like I've had it removed now, oh. but it was literally like a extra, like, just a thumb that was there. Like, it worked, yeah. I had a mate growing up who had six toes on both feet. Oh. Yeah, and he never got them removed. Really? He didn't? No. Where did the sixth one go? It was was like he had had two little pinky toes. Yeah, but it's like one goes to market. (laughs) One stays at home. What's the sixth one do? Just, like, chill? Watches Netflix. Yeah, Netflix and chill. (laughs) I, um... It's a cool story, but because I've had the friend with the sixth toe, it, that's why it doesn't, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, impressed you. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, Three thumbs down, Rebecca. Oh. We got Marita in Yarrabilba. Morning, Marita. Morning, how are you? We're good. Impress us. Um, so on my fourth birthday, I was run over by a truck and I didn't break a bone. On your f- fourth birthday? Yeah, yeah, it was like... The day of my fourth birthday, getting ready for my party, and um, I was run over by a truck. And I was knocked down by the bull bar, and that caused my legs to be run over. Wow. And I had tire tracks and stuff on it, but 
went to hospital and they were like, no, no broken bones, we'll just keep you in for observation. Wow. Oh, your parents right. must have just... Well, like the back tyres were like centimetres away from my head and my oh. dad quickly turned around and managed to pull me out. What were you doing in the street? Oh, we lived in a caravan park, so uh. it, we were cleaning up our yard for my birthday party. And, um, yeah, we're, and like I was standing on the side of the road, but, it, you know, it's alleged but not proven that he was drunk. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh. So I was standing right on the footpath. I don't, like, if I stand there and look at it now, I'm like, how did he do that? Yeah. But, you know, it just happened. Because they do say a lot of times, a lot of uh, terrible accidents, but uh, kids get uh, run over in their driveways. But because their yep. bones haven't solidified yet, they're actually mm. still a little bit spongy. So they don't break as easily as when you're old and brittle. And, and brittle. Yeah, that's it. So, I think that's just luck, isn't it? You're just that's meant to just, be here, Maria. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, fa- I'm impressed by that. But what does everyone else think? I, I mean, I'm super impressed by that. I mean, that's an incredible story. Yeah. Oh. Staff says no. Sorry, Marina. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I do have to say, um, yeah. it was a court case once, once upon a time, and then. Um, Marita, I, he's already I, said sorry. sorry. I know. Oh, no, Last ditch oh. effort. Oh, We've, oh. He's already he's already oh. denied you. All right, Danny from Hope Island. <laughs> Tell us a story that's going to impress us because it's too, uh, too, too haven't. You're, you're it. You've got to do something good here. Yeah, I, a couple of years back, um, I saved Jonathan Thurston's life. Oh, oh yeah, you've got the ticket. Straight <laughs> up, legend! <laughs> Wait. Nah. You know I want to hear it. it. I want to hear you it, You want to hear how he did it? It, it? Of course I do. How? So they're, they're all down at the uh, Gold Coast for a team bonding session. Uh-huh. Uh, we had um, the uh, Care Flight helicopter they do training in. So the boys were all in that, doing a group training. We dropped them into the pool. They're all strapped in. They have to get out the doors and evacuate. I yeah. was one of the safety divers. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan got stuck, had a little bit of a panic, couldn't get out. I got him out, brought him up to the surface. Of course, all the other boys were giving him a lot of stick. Uh, he didn't want to get back in. Eventually, we got him back in. And uh, he did it all by himself the second time round. But yeah, the first time he wasn't uh, he wasn't going to be doing so well. Wow! Thank God it was on the Gold Coast and not down the Tweed, New South That's Wales. Right. They would have just let him drown <laughs> so they could win a game. I think I remember that story, Danny. What, did that make the news? Uh, I did. Oh, I don't, I'm not sure. I, um, I just did what I did. I, I know yeah. I got my jersey signed that day. There was no worries about the boys signing my jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're okay. a hero, Danny. Good on you, mate. You're off to see Shania Twain. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Guys, I am sweating bullets because the Christmas hosting baton has been passed oh. to me French. by my mother. I'm and sorry. I'm sorry to hear <laughs> that. I never asked for it. No. I don't want it. I'm not a big hosty type of person. No it's one ever asks for that one either. I yeah, but some people really some enjoy. People love it. They yeah. love, you know, yeah. having Say people no over and <laughs> and putting flowers around the house yeah. and bang- that that is not who I am as a person. Mm. But mum has just decided that she's too old for Christmas 
hosting. And I'm like, mate, you're 67. That's young. See, that gets, You've got another 30 years. The, I'm hosting. too old for that. Is You can't just roll that out. I, whenever my mum tries to say that, I go, well, die soon so I can get my inheritance, you know? You can't just use that to your advantage. Oh, now I'm too old. She's using that. She's also using... They live out in the western suburbs, like Middle Park way, and it does get hotter out there yeah, than it does in the northern does. suburbs. So yep. she's like, look, you know, you've got a big veranda. I think it's going to be better suited to your home. <laughs> Also, <laughs> FYI, I've invited 21 people to your Christmas Who's? that you, you like, are hosting. I'm like, Mum, if I'm hosting, yeah. I do the inviting and there's going to be three of you. <laughs> right? Not to, who are these people? Yeah, so are they I, family? Apparently. <laughs> You're not sure if you've got 21 members of your family? 21 no. are coming to my home on Christmas Eve because my family's European. We celebrate yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, so at least it's night time, you know, whatever. And we have a pool, so I'll just put everyone in the pool. But I'm just like, okay, at what point then do, if I become the hostess now from here on in... When do I start making the decisions? Oh, you know what you have to do? What? Make it horrible. <laughs> like on Christmas Eve, it has to be un- like you get the least amount of food that you can get. Okay, under cater. You say it's BYO for everyone. Okay. Let the pool go green yeah. the week in the lead up. Yeah. So when everyone comes, yeah. they're like... But Lisa's have- house is actually really <laughs> bad. We don't want to be here. You know, like it's got to be messy. So this is the thing. I said to mum, all right, well, let's think about the menu here because I don't I don't do cooking and I'm working up until the 21st of December. So I said, I'm going to buy salads. Yeah. I'm not going to make them. Uh-huh. If you take the lid off and pour them into a bowl, they look like Th- you that's made what, them that, anyway. That's the plan. Yeah, that's how you right? make a salad. And she's not happy with that. Uh-huh. And I said, well, then. You do it at your house. You make the bloody salad. Like, and I said, why don't you we just get a You did not say hair? it like that. I You're talking it. tough here. I did but you did not <laughs> say that. it like that. Right, well, first of all, I said it in French. Uh, well, maybe, maybe if I'm going to be busy, we should see if everyone can get to your place, Mama. <laughs> and then she's like, you must have percolated coffee for the what? French people. Yes. There's all these French rules and, and the wine must be... Look, everyone's contributing. I'm not saying that I'm forking out for 21 people. No, not everyone but, will pay, though. But the yeah. expectation of hosting Christmas Eve, whether you're French or Aussie, whatever, I, I am like, I'm like, I don't even know what percolated coffee is, Mum. Would you just invite a German person over and surrender it all to them? <laughs> Is that, is, that a, is that a war it's joke? A war, it's a war reference. Yeah, it's right. a historical reference. It'll get me into trouble. <laughs> I'm oh, just... Nah, no one would have understood it, so it'll be fine. <laughs> you only need one guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just like a maternal thing, right? Like she's ready to hand it over to me, yeah. but she's not ready to hand over the power. Do you know the other problem you've got that you told us the other day? Uber don't deliver out as far as you <laughs> they live. Don't. Yeah. They don't. They don't. I'm out in the sticks and they don't deliver. I said to mum, let's do a ham, which isn't a French thing at all. So she's like, what is this ham business, and I said it's a ham. <laughs> it's a ham. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I, all I have to do is glaze it or something, yeah. and then it's cold. Oh, cold food. I don't know. I don't know, Lise. I don't know. I'm like, Mum, I'm not cooking for 21 people. I don't. Even, I can't even cook for four people. My family eats cereal. <laughs> why don't you say it's? Uh, why don't you? Well, it's a bit late now, but you should have told people here that it's a work function. And got like the street team out, and they could set up. They 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 really rock it. This is a man thing. Do you guys get past a baton? No, no way. Because that's as sexist as it sounds. We have wives, and my mum goes straight to my wife because she knows from me as a man. If my mum called me and said we're having Christmas at your place, I'd say nah, not happening. 
mm. straight away. Whereas g- the girls take guilt. Girl, w- guilt works with on guilt. you. Yeah. Why don't you do what you did with your Christmas shopping? You sent code out to pick that up That's for you. Yes. Yeah. Get, he, get him to Where go is and. He? Well, he's on now. Let's he's ask him. <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. The biggest moment of the awards was Keith Urban, who we chatted to a few days ago. Yeah. He did a great job, by the way. I saw a little bit of him. He yeah. was really warm and really great. He was yeah. quite funny. So he was paired up with Bob Geldof, who's like a, a legendary rocker, and they presented the final award of the night, which was the biggest sort of song of the year. So it was a, it was meant to be a big moment. It went off the rails because, well, everyone's saying that Bob Geldof was a loose unit. There was a bit of a, <laughs> a bizarre... Was well, he munted? Oh, he's just, I think he's just old. I Look, I take a listen to this bit because in the beginning, it starts off with Bob Geldof calling Keith Jim. Take <laughs> yep. a listen. Well, welcome back to the Arias. Thanks, dude. You hosted this. <laughs> Apparently I did, but... Um, <laughs> Memorable experience. It, it was at a time when you don't remember these sort of things. Yeah. Come and go. Like tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. well, <laughs> judging by your performance, yes. Ooh, Ooh, bit of the start again. Salty. Have a listen. Well, welcome back to the Arias. Thanks, dude. You hosted this. It's definitely not Keith. He's definitely not saying, thanks, Keith. He's no, saying something. <laughs> and then it just got a bit salty between the two of them, like a few little jibes. Keith kept it upbeat. Then uh, Bob couldn't read the auto cue at all. <laughs> so he started ad-libbing. There's another bit. He just goes on and on, rabbits on and on. What are you in town for? I have a new record. I was playing to the record company. I'm going to South Africa tomorrow. You called me and begged me to help you out tonight. I did, You're not yeah. used to this sort of it's nice yeah. for someone to finally call you and ask for help. Yeah, it takes a change. So he's bagging out the award he's ceremony. He's kind of bagging it out. And this is the thing. People on Twitter are having a laugh and just going, it was a cringy moment to watch. But they're also saying the Arias fly in these big celebrities from, yeah. from you know, international stars. And are they doing it because they know there's going to be some sort of train wreck moment? Because uh. they're getting paid a lot of money to front up and be excited yeah. to be there. But is it one of those, you know... Twitterable things where they want so that to talk. happen, so it gets talk because yeah. people are just like it's awkward to watch. MTV used to do it. it. It became a point where it was so set up though with the MTV Awards. There'd always be a moment like yeah. the, the twerking yeah. with Robin Thicke and uh, 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 Miley, Miley and that kind yeah. of thing. Or yeah. it's bombing Eminem's face. Uh, Remember yeah. that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's always the, those so. big shock value moments. But look, on on a positive, local girl Amy Shark absolutely cleaned up. Um, she took out our. Uh, Album awards for Apple Music Album of the Year, sorry, yep. Best Female Artist and Best Pop Release. And then yep. she was on stage with Keith. They did the fighter together. Nicole Kidman was cheering. <laughs> Great moments. Uh, check it all out at thescoopler.com.au. We've got all the videos and uh, performances, everything, if you want to go and see it there right now. Stick around at 7 o'clock this morning. You can be anywhere in the world. Oh, and you got some Dami Im. Yes, yes, yes. I forgot to tell you guys. Dami Im is coming to Brizzy for the Dreamer 2019 tour at the Tivoli, Brisbane. Saturday, 19th of October. Tickets on sale on Tuesday, 18th of December. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. We're looking back on some of our favourite bits of the year uh, as we wrap up next Friday as our last show. And uh, one of our most proudest moments from this year was when we helped out a 99-year-old man who lost everything in a house fire. 
A 99-year-old war veteran who lost his home to fire at Salisbury. Bob Jackson was rescued by neighbours and his medals retrieved. I think a lot of people have just, their hearts gone out to Bob, who's a World War II veteran who sadly lost his house in a fire. Yeah. Hey, Bob. Huh? So how did the fire start? Oven overheated. He's 99 um, years of age and now they're trying to raise money as well because he has been left homeless because he hasn't had any um, insurance in the Salisbury home. Suddenly the house was full of bloody smoke. His nephew joins us right now, Gary. Hi, Gary. It's great to be here. We were talking about the GoFundMe page and we've got some good friends as well that wanted to contribute and that is thanks to Charles Bentley at Diamonds International. They've donated $1,000 as well. Wow, 1000 And also uh, thanks to Tom, Jim and Richard Maguire at Maguire's Hotels. They're throwing in $2,000 as well. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, there's two other people we need to get to now. Trevor from Gumdale Demolition. We're pleased to say that Gumdale has stepped up. Soma from Total Asbestos Removal will get involved. Josh from Building Certification will provide the permit. Aaron from Superior Plumbing. Tim from Aladdin Fence Rental will put up a safety fence. Michael from Hashore Hygienist will do air monitoring for the asbestos component. Candice and Graham uh, from Kimberley Water Transport will provide a water truck for dust control. Viking Rentals will supply us a port and clean away remainder of the house dumped for free. So, um, yeah, so far so good. Oh, my God, Gumdow, thank you so much. I'm, I'm absolutely blown away. So that's everything completely done. This is, this is amazing. Now, there's a man by the name of Jason from Aveo. Aveo is absolutely delighted to, to offer, you know, Bob, accommodation in a fully furnished unit at Aveo Durac for the next six months, you know, to really support him through this time, and uh, this is important to us. Jason, thank you so much. I, I, I don't know what to say, but that is absolutely wonderful news. Um, I, I'm absolutely stoked because it's a bit hard time for all of us. Yeah, and joining us right now, we have Gary Bob's nephew back on for a little catch-up. How are you, mate? I'm pretty good. How are you going? Good. How are things going with Bob uh, and his life there at Aveo? Oh, he's, look, he's going absolutely fantastic. He's, um, he's put on weight, he's, he's healthy, fit as a mallee ball, and, uh, yeah, he's just, he's just having, he's having a great time. So is he, is he living in his own little unit? Is he sharing? What's the go there? Um, he's in his, he's in his own, uh, little unit, um, his own little unit. He's got some great care here and, and, uh, it's just working, working out really, really well for him. So, um, he's getting to, um, you know, get about. So he's, he's got, he's got some new freedoms, which is wonderful. Got a few lady admirers at the old home there, has he? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's shocking. He's absolutely shocking, yeah. <laughs> they, they do say that aged care facilities are quite oh, yes. the place for romance. They yeah. are a hot spot, aren't yeah. they? Uh, yeah, and Bob's involved in it all, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a bit of a um, transition, Gary, for him to go from, you know, such independent living in his own sort of standalone home to, to, to living in a community? Um, it was a little bit of a transition because he um, um, is always um, so handy with his hands and that. I mean, he's building fences and, and uh, moving mulch and doing all sorts of things. So he's always busy all day. And then just losing all that to go into doing bugger all, it's sort of like a, a big transition. Yeah. Well, you, you let him know that I'm, I'm renovating a house at the moment. So if he's <laughs> ever got time to kill, I'm, ju- I'm just like two suburbs away from him in Oxley and he's more than welcome to come and help. Oh, yeah. No, that, that'll be fantastic. He's, he's, here, he's here with me now. He's got oh. a smile from me to hear. Well, chuck him on. Let's, let's, let's put him on. Hello there. How are you? Hey, hey Bob. Bob. Good to talk to you again, mate. How's it all going? Everything's uh, virtually under control, except I'm uh, battling at the moment to find out whether I am entitled to new glasses oh. or, mm. or not. And, and uh, 
I'm entitled under DBA. That's okay. If not, I'm prepared to buy them. Okay. Uh, That's yeah, good. You've got yeah. a backup plan. All that the health insurance and stuff like that. Also, yeah, ha- yeah. happy birthday, happy Bob. Yes. It was your 100th birthday. No, I, that is the 20th of June was, was my birthday. Every 20th of June, I have an anniversary. Oh, of being born. You only ever have one birthday. Oh, <laughs> In my good. case, it's the 20th of June. I like it. Brilliant. The 20th of June comes around, otherwise it's an anniversary. Yep, yeah. fair enough. Did you get a letter from the Queen? Uh, did you get a letter from the Queen? I hope not. I am a Republican. <laughs> oh, that's right. You remember? I am a Republican. Yeah. Every My people uh, came originally from the French Alps. Oh. I have no objection to the, the Queen. I take it she's a gracious old lady. Yes. And she's got a bastard of a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she, she does. does. Every- Every day, um, Bob will sing. Um, he walks outside and he sings, Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. Oh, lovely. Hey, Gary, just a, a, a quick question about uh, what, what's happened with Bob's house. Yeah, yeah. We, it's, uh, we've we've had the great people from Gumdow um, come down, and and they did a magnificent job. Got all prepared, and uh, the site was completely levelled, and it was sold to a, a wonderful um, couple. So we we could not be happier, and that's that's the funding for that has gone into um, uh, for Bob's retirement, but at the um, at the retirement home. Oh, which is wonderful. wonderful! That's Perfect. great news. Yeah. He was um, very unfortunately. Um, Lost his beautiful dogs in in that as well. So how um, how's all that been going? Is he allowed to sneak any pets into the um, retirement been, village? Yeah, I've been sneaking pets in um, um, Archie, a um, Labrador cross um, Kelpie, and I've been sneaking him in. I, I snuck him in yesterday, so he spends time with Bob here at the um, at the at the home, which is wonderful. Lovely. Oh, so, yeah, so we do we do sneak the dogs in, so he gets his, his fix every so often. Well, that's good Good news. Um, lovely to talk to you. We just wanted to check in and see how things had been going for the year and uh, have a Merry Christmas. Thank you so much and same to all of you there. All right. Merry Christmas, Bob. Merry Christmas, Bob. Merry Christmas. Yes, and uh, Happy New Year. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. Yeah, you can, 131060 for first calls, get on the blower, whatever's going on in your world, bro. Why, why have you gone all Australian yeah, all of a sudden? Nah, this is me real voice. Ah. <laughs> Usually I'm faking Stroke. it. Maybe you want to talk about the big cow. <gasps> I want to talk about the big cow. The big cow's insane. Knickers. Hey, yeah. come on. What? That's mm-hmm. chat about your wife off the air. This is not good for your marriage. Wow. I didn't realise you were telling everyone what you call her wow. on the air. Okay. I mean, that cow, though, yeah. is His wife or the cow? spectacular. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> seen this incredible animal, if haven't you they? you have it, Google big cow and we'll chat about it. The thing is massive. The thing is so massive, its life has been saved because it can't fit through the doors of the abattoir. I think it's fake. You would. You think it's been photoshopped? The reason I, I thought it was real, and I looked at the photo a lot yesterday, it's yeah. a ginormous cow with other cows, normal-sized cows around it, yeah. but it's you can't see giant cow's feet. So that's why I think it's a statue. Someone's put all the cows around it so you can't see the like the trolley it's but, on. Maddie, it was a still shot of a news report. So, so someone was actually out photo, there it's live? It's a video. It's a video. 
So maybe oh, watch the video. Oh, I haven't seen the video. That's I've only seen the still, still. That's just a still shot that was taken of the TV of the Channel 7 News story. It's a giant animatronic. Have they given yeah. us dimensions of this beast? Big. <laughs> big across, very big up. I like facts. Stabbed. It's like from Western Australia. Yeah. Western Australia is where it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, what kind of cow is it? A big one. <laughs> is it like a? Can you eat it? I, I, can you, you eat try. all cows, or is there a I type think, of cow uh, you can't eat? Uh, I don't know much. Oh, no. Jersey cows are milk. Is that correct? But you can still eat them in a pitch. All cows are edible. Spies. Yeah, but I don't think milk cows like are as good to eat as non-milking cows. No, well they they treat the ones that you're going to eat special because they want the meat to be yeah, tender and right. marbleized and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, it's like Angus. Everyone eats an Angus. Yes, but Angus yeah. is so common now that it doesn't feel special anymore. Have you noticed that? Every, everyone's yeah. got Angus beef. So you're like, oh, it's that's it's the normal wa- beef. Wagyu. wagyu. Everyone yeah. loves the wagyu. The Japanese wagyu is yes. the one that everyone's like, hoo hoo. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. 13-10-60, Natasha, what do you want to chat about? Good morning, guys. What's the difference between an Amazon Echo Dot and a Google Home Mini? Is Please. This a, is this a joke or you're actually asking? I'm asking. Oh, My okay. son wants one of yeah. them, not two. Yeah. Uh, not much, to be honest. Really? Yeah, they're pretty much the same. I, are we, uh, my wife got a Google uh, Home, uh, and then uh, we actually got sent an uh, Amazon, which was lovely, from a yeah. radio place. Uh, and oh. they do pretty much the same thing. Okay, cool. If you don't use it, you can send it my way. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, all righty. I like it. <laughs> hey, Mark, what do you want to chat about? Well, I was listening yesterday, and I heard Maddie complaining that you guys don't get Christmas presents. So I've uh, come on down with a little something for you guys. Oh, oh. Was I complaining we don't get Christmas presents? After, because teachers get them and you were like, we don't That's get Christmas right. presents. No, well, I was saying... Well, you, shame, you shamelessly hinted that you would uh, be happy to receive some. Yeah. Is oh, it- mate, I never hint. I blatantly say I want free stuff. Are you in our car park? I sure am. Can, do you, can, is it, is it, can we, you don't have a gun on you, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no. If you promise not to murder us, I'll let you come upstairs. That'd be great. I'd love to come oh. and give you these gifts. All right. This okay. is exciting, right, we'll, Mark. We'll, we'll send the sacrificial lamb Scotty. to make sure it's safe. Scotty, oh. the social guy. Can you go pick him up? Let's see if we can get him in the studio by the end of this segment. Yeah. I thought you guys were going to send me, seeing I'm filling in. <laughs> no, no. Social guys are a dime <laughs> a dozen. disposable, right? <laughs> no, completely not. Uh, Jamie and Pimpama, it's going to be the last time you chat to us. What have you got for us in first calls? <laughs> Morning, guys. I'm just trying to find out how many others had to throw out almost a fridge load of groceries uh, in Pimpama um, after the power's been out for so long last night. Yeah, there are a few blackouts around the place. Uh, Claire in the newsroom down here, she was out all night. She's got a newborn baby. She had to bathe him by candlelight. Oh, that's yes, quite lovely, yes. though. But the yes. fridge, the fridge, Jamie, that's that's a crying shame yeah, at this time this of year, morning, at any time. This morning I've had to try and beat the uh, the rubbish truck guy that comes through about six o'clock and empty out a heap of um, uh. food that's all all being spoiled and I've got a two year old so there was a heap of meal prep yeah oh, uh, <laughs> gone out oh Jamie the meal prep you're a good woman and now it's oh. gone that's it I'm glad it didn't happen in Oxley because I just remembered I got a heap of prawn heads in the freezer oh. 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 you know when they sit there for months yeah. and you're like I've got to get rid of them what am I going to do yeah. uh, all right we have that we we had uh, someone call through and say that they had a present for us oh. and they promised they wouldn't murder us. They were down in the in the car park. It's Mark. It's Mark. 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 Welcome. Good morning, guys. Gosh. Did wow. we frisk you, Mark, to double-check that you didn't have any weapons on you? They didn't, actually. They just rushed me out. <laughs>
<laughs> so I also heard at the same time that you were doing an advertisement for Cadbury chocolates. So yeah, yeah. I ran with that as well. <laughs> That's right. Oh my goodness. We were discussing whether or not to get t- uh, teachers presents for uh, Christmas, and Stab was a strong no on it. And then we had a commercial pop up, which we had to read saying definitely buy chocolates for teachers. Look, Stab, oh, it says Merry oh, Christmas. Oh, Christmas oh, Stab, Stab. Oh. Maddie. Thank oh you. my gosh, you're so lovely. I'm for Abby and uh, oh. Scotty Tiori. Oh, there we go. Oh. And I didn't forget you, Liz. Oh, oh. Mark, lovely. Or you Sarah. Got my, oh, oh gosh, gosh. aren't you divine? Mark, Look have, at this. That's been, for me too. Have you been in our car, car park before? No. Okay, cool. Just check. This is incredible. <laughs> That's another guy. The, the gentleman who was, uh, he had his wife's... Uh, Product. Oh, that's right. We did have a listener come and was spruiking his wife's business. Yeah, it man, just sounds weird for you to say you're meeting random dudes in a car park. Oh, you every, probably need to clarify every here and there. Day. That is so lovely. Thank you so oh, much, Mark. Smart. You're welcome, guys. I figure I spend a few hours with you every day, so and you do deserve a present. Oh, that's gorgeous. You know what? We were saying best caller on the air gets a hundred dollar DFO voucher. You've got that, my <laughs> friend. Got Thank in you return. So much. There you go. Thank you. You're so lovely. lovely. Nice to meet you. There we go. Um, oh. My I'm not sharing warm. these with anyone else, by the way. <laughs> we know that. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, uh, thanks for sticking around through this podcast. The letter for Alpha Bucks tomorrow to get ready. It'll be the 30th of November, 8am. Uh, the letter you're looking for is A for Apple. Mm. Awesome. Also. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Guys, today's Dear Abby uh, comes from a parent who would like to remain anonymous. It's a really interesting one, and I think we're going to get a lot of calls from it. So here we go. It says, My only daughter is 10 years old and one of the kindest and most hilarious people I've ever had the pleasure to meet. A few weeks ago, she came home from school and asked me if it was abnormal to have a crush on a girl instead of a boy. Her father and I are very much pro-love and told her that we didn't care who she loved as long as they adored her and treated her the way she deserved. But now she wants to confess her love to the other girl who is in her class and I'm concerned that her feelings may not be reciprocated and that she'll be picked on. But I also don't want her thinking she can't express who she is or feel ashamed about how she feels. What should I tell her to do? Be open with who she is or tell her not to talk about it at school? Mm. 131060 is the number if you want to chime in on this one. I reckon uh, that she shouldn't tell the girl that she loves her. Not for fear of ridicule for being gay because that that may be who she is. But I feel at 10... Mm. It's a little bit too early to even start dabbling into dating world anyway. Whether, you know? yeah, whether gay, straight, whatever. It's, yeah. Okay. If I had a 10-year-old daughter who was straight or a 10-year-old son who was straight or gay or whatever, my advice to them would always be your feelings are natural and what's going on is that's just the way the world works and it's fine, but why don't you just be friends with them? Like, just be friends, be kind to them, see where it goes. I don't think a 10-year-old needs to be dating and, yeah, and going down dating, that line. No, but I mean, even Rory and people in Rory's class, and she's six, they talk about having a boyfriend or a mm-hmm. girlfriend. Yeah. And 
or know, writing so, those little notes where you tick a yeah. box. So it starts Do you early. like me? Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. And if it does start that early, which it does, and you do identify as um, gay at that time, then I, th- I think the fear of rejection, be it a boy or a girl, is going to be the same. So. I think from a parent's perspective, though, this, this parent, this mother, um, it, it, th- there's a lot of other issues at hand it's not yeah. just a rejection potentially it's it's opening her daughter up to the rest of the class the rest of the school going hold up here yeah this is a bit different and then a child is a child equipped to deal with that and it's not about gay or straight it's just in general you're going to be flagged as being different but i think so sometimes we put our thoughts onto kids because a lot of the time when kids are faced with that sort of stuff they legitimately <laughs> don't care like you'll see True. two guys walking down the street or that someone at school has two dads and the um kids are like well the only thing uh we hate about that is he's immune to your mama jokes um <laughs> like they really don't see it as yes. bad as we did it's different now growing up like most parents are at home going it's fine if you want to love whoever you want to love so it's a little bit different there's than plenty back in the day. of years to stress about that stuff you know like ethan is peak into it now with yeah. girls and getting a girlfriend and all yeah. that kind of stuff stuff let's let children be children for as long as we possibly can you also would put all your children in some sort of bunker until they were 35 no. you you put you no, I wouldn't. we've talked about it before you, you want them to call you mum and dad for the rest of their lives yeah like you you're very protective of childhood you want them completely to be, yeah because I, the world is a ginormous scary and horrendous place so why not like them, if we're still teaching them how to add numbers together and spell the smallest of words, I don't think their brains are big enough to handle the emotional side of relationship. And crushes, you know? I guess this is a this is a crush, right? So yeah. you can yeah. also maybe frame it as, you know, sometimes it's nice to just sit on that and keep that those feelings just, and just and just feel that crush but not necessarily verbalize it. I don't I don't know the answer to this. She one. could change her mind as well. That's the other thing. She is only 10. There is a whole lot of life ahead of the young girl. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Yeah, a very special Dear Abby, a, a, a tricky one for me to answer. A mother has has written in about her 10-year-old daughter who has confessed that she has a crush on another little girl in her class and wanted to know should she tell that girl she's you know she's just having those feelings that kids do and the yep. mother doesn't know how to advise her 131060s the number uh, DJ from Mango Hill what what would you say to this um i think it really depends on the emotional uh, maturity of her daughter um yep. she's obviously had enough maturity to approach her mum and say I have these feelings. Um, so I think it really depends. Um, and it, is she going to be strong enough to basically stand there and, and take any ridicule that she might get from others, whether it be from that other girl or other classmates, um, and say, look, it doesn't matter if I have feelings for another girl or another boy. They're just the feelings and I wanted to express them. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Belinda and Narangba, what do you think about this one? Um, well, first of all, I just want to say congratulations to those parents because uh, what a beautiful job they've done to raise such a well-adjusted and yeah. uh, confident and um, a, a child with such great self-esteem. Mm. My only concern is, is the other girl emotionally equipped to handle that herself? Yeah. yeah. So not all 10-year-olds have the same um, 
as the previous call was saying, the same maturity levels and the same um, uh, acceptance. And so it's asking a lot of that other child to mm. accept that, yeah. not just your own. So your concern is with the subject of this little girl's affection. Like, it, it is. You, we can't, you can't control how the other child is going to react to That's that. True. Very true. Yeah, exactly. So even though their daughter is got such beautiful self-esteem and acceptance by her parents is going mm. to be a, a wonderful thing to help her uh, in the future if that's where, where she continues, you know, if that's her lifestyle yeah. that, uh, that she finds herself um, being a part of. But um, I'm not convinced that the, another 10-year-old would have that same... Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Mind you, if this 10-year-old's so mature, she's not going to have a crush on a uh, 10-year-old that's not mature, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Izzy, what do you think about this one? Um, I think the little girl should tell the other little girl. Um, I think that the mother should also let her know that this other girl may not reciprocate the feelings. Uh-huh. But that's okay too, that they can still be friends, um, even if they have a conversation about how they might talk about it. Um, I have a friend that recently just came out. Uh, she's 23. Right. I'd hate for this little girl to feel like she had to wait till then. To yeah. yeah, good point. Why did your friend wait till 23? Um, didn't have the support family support wise um i've known her for 15 years and absolutely hands down has supported her since um but i think when you don't feel like you have that support you feel like you've got to hide yeah and i'd hate for this little girl to feel like she has to hide because her mother said you can't have this conversation when she thinks she's ready for it uh fair enough all right well peter joins us hi peter what do you think hi i'm just um thinking maybe like you know feelings are fine, um, whatever they may be. Maybe she could express it sort of, you know, in a diary, get it out of her system kind of thing. i just also concerned about the maturity of her friend yeah, and how she may handle it. Um, so you're saying just sit on it for a little while and, and like, whether the no, feelings... No, just express her feelings, sort of, you know, write yeah. it down, you know, in a diary. When you can, you know, you, you get all different feelings and sometimes they can be confusing and... Which is great advice in general. Like when you when yeah. you when you have feelings about anything or anyone, to sit on it and and journal it, write it before actually expressing anything that you you're worried about. Yeah. As an life, adult, I think is as an adult, that, you know, yeah. like if you if you're a gay person who falls for someone who's straight, you're not necessarily always going to go and tell them. You're going to stew on it, aren't you? You're yeah. going to sit and you're going to wait. So, mm. uh, looks like most of the people coming through are saying that we should probably hold on it. Don't, like, ex- let her uh, ex- be accepting of her, but maybe don't express it to the other girl just in case it doesn't quite turn out the way. They, that they are would just like it 10, to. yeah. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Rihanna, Calvin Harris teaming up here at Brisbane's Hit 105. Stab Abby and Matt in under 15 minutes, $10,000 is on the line. We're going to be playing Alpha Bucks. Arias were on last night in Sydney, of course, and everyone's talking about the train wreck speech that Bob Geldof gave. He was on stage with Keith Urban. They were hosting the final award of the night, and he just was off the rails. He was, was he off tap? I don't know that he couldn't read the auto cue. He He's was old. being weird with Keith. Uh, he, he got Keith's name wrong. He calls him Jim. Take a listen to this. Well, welcome back to the Arias. Thanks, dude. You hosted this. I'm going to hear that again. Are you sure it's not, sure it's it's not a slurred, slurred Keith? No, it's not. definitely not it's Keith. It's definitely not Keith. I think it's Dude. All right, Play it. Listen in. Well, welcome back to the Arias. Thanks, Dude. You hosted this. I don't Thanks, know. Dude. Thanks. Oh, it could be Thanks, dude. dude. Well, welcome back to the Arias. 
Thanks, Jim. You hosted this. Because oh. he's Irish. The other thing Irish people do is they call everyone Jim. Do they? Yeah. Oh, There's so okay. many Jims Maybe around. it works if you put it like nah, that. he's made that. But then he couldn't read the auto cue and started just ad-libbing, just saying whatever because he couldn't read the words on the screen. The song of the year, the song better than any other song ever this year, the song that from all over the world that gets to win this thing. Uh, I can't read the uh, stuff, so I'm making this up, but it sounds good to me. Um, <laughs> Knock it out of the park, well, well, that's it. I mean, it's in red now. It's in red. I can't read red. You know? I mean... Maybe they were Jim's lines, and that's where it got, it got Maybe. confused. Maybe. Poor Bob. Nightmare. Um, over to Iggy Azalea. She's the Aussie rap sensation. She is copying major backlash on her latest Instagram selfie oh. because she's promoting a weight loss shake or something, which is How odd. Dare she? Which is odd for a celebrity of her status because why would you have to? And her Instagram fans are not happy. They're saying, we're kind of disappointed in you oh. with this. And, like, you know, sure, you've got a flat tummy if you skip a meal and have a shake. And so people are not happy with this at all. They're calling her a liar. And why, just why would she need to do this? Maddie, you've always said if there's uh, money, you'll do it. Would you advertise a weight loss shake on your Instagram page? Yeah. <laughs> would you? I got kids. They need shoes. I got mortgage. Yeah, but they don't need eating disorders. No, so. I would do it in a tasteful way. Would you? Wow. Like, drink this sometimes. Eat most of the time. Yeah, right. Maddie Ferguson now available in Priceline. <laughs> Tony Ferguson is minted from those things. Yeah, yeah, I know. They've got them in Aldi now. That's how popular they are. I think are. it's hard with women. Women promoting this stuff, and it might yeah. be double standards. I get it. She's copying it, guys. I live by the motto. Of nothing is beneath me <laughs> if there's money attached. Wow. Well, good to know you've got standards. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean thirteen ten sixty. If you got a product and cash, <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. Everyone's got their price. Oh no, the phone's ringing. <laughs> Everyone has their price. You've been a model. Yeah. You, there would have come on. There would have been some products I, that have come to you, and you've had to hell really. Yes. You know, back in the day, the best jobs to get yeah. were all the sort of like <laughs> medically related ones. So, you know, um, tampons, pads, uh, uh, constipation Everyone stuff. Everyone always looks so happy in those because, ads as well. Because they're the ads that nobody wants to do, but there's uh. big money in those. There you go. You could be the face of tampons, Maddie. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> what, what? How much would you get? Oh, like as a, for, as those, a model. for those sorts of things. I never did a constipation ad, but I wish I had because it was upwards of 20000 It's it's a, There's a term for it. It's like because it's like embarrassment fee That's almost. That's right. It's yeah. almost you get an embarrassment fee because yeah. then you're, you're forever... The face of constipation. The face of constipation. Oh, that's, that's fine. Oh, I thought so too, Maddie. I imagine was like, the interest you save on your mortgage with that twenty thousand uh-huh. dollars payment. Uh huh. And in fifty years, who cares? No one right? cares. You're gonna die one day. <laughs> your beautiful face will still be on the billboard. You could die of constipation. That's exactly right. Uh, it's Stav, Abby, and Matt. Julia Michaels coming up. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. Hold me close and I won't leave. Wait to see this lady on stage uh, with Keith Urban for the Graffiti U World Tour. Ticketech.com.au to see him. Julia Michaels, good morning. Good morning. Now, we've heard that you wrote all the best Keith Urban songs, so he has to thank you for everything. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am very grateful that I get to be a part of this album, though. 
Um, is it you who he bought the, the piano, um, the piano, piano for? for? Yeah, as a thank you gift. Yes, it is. It is. I had come home from tour and we were talking. And we were talking actually when we were coming home. I was telling him that there was, there was this really beautiful house that I wanted to get, but I was just like, I don't know, like. I don't know if I should do it. It's it's kind of expensive, but I don't know. Like I just don't know. And he was like, he was like, you love it. You should get it. And so I did. And uh, now you and can't so afford he got it. That for me, it's like a yeah. And then he was like, it was like a welcome home slash thank you. It was really lovely. I, you know what? I love that when rich people tell you that you should just go and buy something. You know, when they're like, a oh, life's too short. <laughs> don't worry about it. You're, like, You're a bazillionaire. You've got that freedom. <laughs> It was good advice. Julia, you've just turned 25, and I have to say, I I really, really love your music, but you and I have very little in common. You're 25, I'm 38. Um, But there is one thing that I found out about you. You break out in hives a lot, (laughs) and so do I. So can we just talk to each other about hives for a second? Please, let's go for it. (laughs) Okay, so when do they happen for you? Let's go. Is it, is it nerves for you? Stressed, yeah. Super overwhelmed, and I just haven't talked to anybody about how I feel. It just it shows up on my skin. So, Lise, what are you, are you saying that you've got hives and she's got them too? <laughs> <laughs> yes, nice. yes. That, I mean, a, a new a new lyric there for your song. I think I get them more like when I'm about to perform, or if mm. I just have a lot on my plate, then I just feel very overwhelmed, and then I, and I don't deal with it, and I just suppress it, and then it, it just shows up on my body, even though I, and even even when I think I've I've been able to control it, and I, I just, it's that's my body's way of saying that I can't. Yeah, well, they they get itchy. <laughs> no, I just they just uh, they just show up and then I and then I freak out a little bit more and then mm. I can't breathe and that's you know it's really fun. The, the hives wow. are interesting. They're just ugly goosebumps, aren't they? If you get goosebumps, everyone's like, "Oh, cute! You got the <laughs> goosebumps." They get hives. Everyone's like, "Oh, what's going on?" Yeah, pretty much. You've written for a lot of people: Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, Kelly Clarkson, Justin Bieber. Having given Bieber, sorry, one of his biggest, biggest hits, hits ever, yeah. surely that gets you an invite to the wedding. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, no, it doesn't. That's disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. I'd be texting him and going, I want my song back. I didn't get to come and decide chicken or beef. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, we're different people. <laughs> Very. <laughs> <laughs> And what do you what what's the weirdest thing that you write on? Like, is it always on a laptop, or do you are you the weirdo who writes on napkins and that kind of thing? I actually don't write anything down. Oh, really? It's all in your head. Yeah, I usually if I have an idea, I just go on the mic and I just sing everything that I feel and just sort of try to piece it together in my head. You're like that, you know, nothing scares me more than when you've got a big table and a waiter comes over and doesn't use a pen. I yeah, like just, just write it, just write it down, you're gonna forget. Just write it down, you're gonna forget. <laughs> Julia, how old how old were you when you started writing? Well, I started writing professionally when I was like seventeen, sixteen, seventeen. So I've been I've been going at it for quite some time now. <laughs> when you send when you write, uh, if you ever have to pen it down though and send it to someone, uh, do you ever stress about the punctuation and the spelling of stuff? Like they're gonna write back and go, "What's going on here?" 
No, and I, and I surprisingly remember pretty much every song. Yeah. Not all of them, but almost everyone. Wow. Yeah, well, I was telling the guys the other day, if I can't spell a word correctly, my autocorrect on my phone won't work it out. I rewrite the entire text message to use only words that I know I can spell. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not real smart. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you sound like my grade 12. <laughs> you sound like my grade 12 English teacher marking one of my assignments. She used to cackle with a big fat red pen. <laughs> what a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're right. I used to remind her that she's the one who's meant to teach me to spell, so she's the idiot, not me. <laughs> Uh, Well, Julia Michaels, if you want to see you on tour, uh, you're going to be here in Australia with Keith Urban Graffiti U World Tour. You're going to be playing all your huge songs, ticketech.com.au. Lovely to talk to you this morning. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dad. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Uh, Christmas, not far away now, everybody. We're excited. I mean, you're rubbing off on me. Oh, Matt. am I? Yeah, 100%. you're coming around. I still haven't put the tree up. I'm not like you with your decorations in October, but mm. I am. I, I'm ready. I'm frothing for some Christmas music. <laughs> My <laughs> decorations have been up for so long. I've had to replace already the rechargeable batteries in my solar lights on the outside. He legitimately put his Christmas decorations up on October 20th and told us October 31st because he was too scared of Abby's response. Yes. She's very traditional and says you're only allowed to put them up on December 1. How was that a tradition? Who invented that tradition? I don't know, but it is a thing. Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Do it when you want. Be free. So here's the plan. Monday is the first Monday in December that we are on the air. And Mm. if we're going to go by this tradition... I wanted to play nothing but Christmas music like we did for Disney Day. Yes. Now, if we can get Social Scotty to come in and give us a proper update uh, on exactly the number of comments, that'd be great. Because if we reached uh, 3,000 comments, we would do three hours worth of music. Yeah, we put the call out on Facebook if you guys commented and we reached the 3,000, we'd do it. So, Scotty, where are we at? As of two minutes ago, the Facebook post... Has 3,200 comments! And what happened? What happened if we got all 3,000? Not just um, not just all music. There was something special that was gonna happen as well. A bonus. Yeah. What was that? Was Do you remember that? what that was, Stan? Me? Yeah, someone committed to something. And they said, oh, it couldn't be done, and now it's been done. What, what did you commit to? Uh, I was I committed to getting Peter Andre on the show to sing Feliz Navidad. No, I believe because you said that you're musically better than Peter Andre. You I, said I, that I, I you were... That. You did say that. I did say that. It's actually musically better. <laughs> That's you discussing your song. Yeah, it's actually musically better. You are now going to acoustically perform this song on Monday in prime time. Okay. In prime time. Yep. We are excited. In case you can't tell, Maddie and I are bursting at the seams for this. I mean, it is the happiest song in the world, Stab. How are you going to do this? <laughs> don't, don't, 
air guitar at Scotty. <laughs> Don't look cool. Hurt, no. no uh, so lock it in Monday. <laughs> Nothing but Christmas music. Stab performing live. It's going to be amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, that's coming up on Monday. But right now we need to check in with Santa's threat line. It's 3837 1234. Let's see who has made Santa's naughty list. Ho, 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 ho. Thanks for calling Santa's hotline. Hi, Santa. Jake's not going to bed tonight. He's had lots of time to play and he's still not wanting to go to bed and brush his teeth. Are you going to bed, Jake? Okay, would you like to say goodnight to Santa? Goodnight, Santa. I'm being a good boy now. Thanks very much, Santa. Goodnight. Hi, Santa. I'm just making another naughty girl report for Alexia. She's not listening and she's been screaming at me and thinking that she's the boss. So can you please put another mark against her name on the naughty list? Hey Santa, I'm just calling to tell you Adam, who's three years old, isn't packing up his toys. I think he's on the naughty list. Adam, Adam, Santa's not coming anymore. Now we have to take down the tree and everything. Are you going to pack up your toys? Okay Santa, I'll call you back. Hey Santa. Ella's being naughty again. She keeps picking Sky up and playing with her. So, this is just a warning. And I'll call you back and let you know. Can you tell him? I'm good, Santa. Are you going to be good for Mummy and Daddy? I'm going to be good for Mummy and Daddy. All the time? All the time, And yes. sleep in your own bed tonight? No. You promise? I promise. Okay, say love you, Santa. Be soon. Be soon, Santa. Hi, Santa. I would just like to let you know that my son, Jack, has been really naughty. He's been quite a bully the last few days. He's been scratching people. This morning, he made his brother drop his breakfast and then laughed in his face. I don't think that's very nice behaviour, and he's not listening to me. Can you please keep an extra special eye on him? You can see him through the um, Santa security thing that we've got, but you might want to double-check it. Often. Is that real serious? Um, Santa, um, I'm sorry for being a naughty girl, and I being a good girl to my mum and my dad now. So, are you going to be naughty again? Are you going to be a good boy? See? Santa's real. If you be a good boy, you're going to get presents, okay? So yes, Dada. Good boy. Say bye, Santa. Bye, Santa. Bye, Santa. Hello, Santa. Summer's been very sad. Summer's got the whole tub of pawpaw cream and she's putting it all over herself and all over the kitchen. Summer, what are you going to say to Santa? Yay. Say it again. Are you going to do that again? No. No, he's dead, yeah. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Stab Abby and Matt. Rita Ora, is that you on the phone? No. No. It is. Oh, there she is. <laughs> Here I'm thinking, oh, Woo! she's left us hanging. She's hung up. Well, I tell oh you what, God. we've got a little thing for you. This is what we always do because we're running a little bit late. To keep you interested, we're going to play your song and then we'll chat to you. How about that? Okay, yeah. yeah. Go for it. Yeah, right. All right, here we go. Let's get it on the latest for Rita Ora. It's called Let You Love Me right here at Hit 105. We're hanging out next. Black Widow, baby. 
What a job she did last night on the Arias and we're chatting to her now. Good morning, Rita. Good morning. How are you? We Great. are very good. How is the Arias oh, for you? Did you have fun? Amazing. I had the best time. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Yeah, as much look, as I did. Well, it look, sounded like Bob Geldof was having a wild time uh, there. If anyone missed that, he couldn't read the auto cue. Sound, was he drunk? Do you reckon? <laughs> okay. I I don't think I saw that part. I think I was changing at that point backstage. Oh, here, have a listen. This but, is um, this is him trying to pre- present the most important ward of the night. The song of the year, the song better than any okay. other song ever this year, the song that from all over the world that gets to win this thing. Uh, I can't read the uh, stuff, so I'm making this up, but it sounds f-ing good to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Knock it out of the park, well, well, that's it. I mean, it's in red <laughs> now. It's in red. I can't read red, you know. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> to be fair, it was really fast. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> you ever, ever been on stage yeah. after a few too many drinks, and when you're up there in front of everyone, going, "Whoa, what have I done?" <laughs> no, actually, luckily for me, I haven't. No, <laughs> I can't sing um, before a performance. I get too nervous. Yeah, yeah okay. so I save that for the after party. <laughs> Rita, yeah. you you're a massive Spice Girls fan, right? We're so excited for their their, their British tour next year. Yeah. Now, you know they need to replace Victoria Beckham. You know Me that, too. right? So, would you accept if they asked you to to fill in for for Victoria? Oh my god, I don't think that I don't think that um, the world would want that. I think there's only one Victoria Beckham. I don't think I could, I would be able to fill her shoes. <laughs> But um, I'm definitely going to go and watch them for sure. I've already reserved my my um, ticket. And would they want to replace uh, Victoria with someone that could actually sing? I don't oh, know. Oh, there's a can of worms you've opened up. <laughs> <laughs> I love Victoria. It's like the main, you know, like style. Yeah, yeah. Thing. yeah. And she's, you I mean, professionally as well. She's actually my next door neighbour in London. Oh, is she? Should have done oh. the research before I did the slam. That's yes, a bit awkward. <laughs> that's my fault. Oh, that's the best. I'm going to tell you guys off and go and tell Victoria what Please you're doing. Please do. Yeah, His name enough. is Stav. You can Stuart, dob on him. Stuart by birth. Don't do my real name. Stuart oh. Davidson. <laughs> and for someone who says that Rita Ora can't sing, he has released, uh, sorry, who said uh, that Posh can't sing, Rita Ora, Stav has released released a song before and have a listen to this <laughs> that's why i'm on my knees begging you come back please <laughs> the only thing you left me when you left me was me that man says that victoria beckham can't sing oh my. i think he should do it Oh yeah! <laughs> <That's> so good. <laughs> I see what you did there. Good call, Rita. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm loving you. You haven't necessarily released a full length album um, in in a very long time. You know, you you've got obviously Phoenix out now. I know. But I like that you've done that because you're just putting out your best songs, and you only want to put out stuff that you can really get behind. Well, yeah, I have. I done that. Um, I'm really happy to have like one body of work out now so people can pick, you know, their favourites. But um, I was really happy also putting out singles, 
while I was in the interim period, you know, and I feel like people um, reacted really well to them. So I appreciate that a lot, and I appreciate you guys for playing it and everyone for for listening to them and waiting this long. So. I'm just happy all around. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> we love good. it. Hey, uh, well, Rita Ora, uh, it's nice to talk to you this morning. Thank you so much for calling through. Uh, we can see you as well performing at the Eaton's Hill Hotel in March. If you want the tickets, it's all ages. Go to oztix.com.au. A pleasure to have you on. Yeah. It always is. And you guys should come down, and hopefully I'll see you there. Yeah, yeah sounds cool. good. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Fire crews have spent the night battling this fast-moving blaze at deep water. Conditions are expected to worsen. Yeah, Queensland fires, like more than 80. There's evacuations happening left, right and centre. It's really scary stuff. They're talking about flames 12 metres high, people uh, refusing to leave their homes. Uh, There's been so many firefighters deployed from here in Brisbane, New South Wales, even New Zealand. That's how many they need on the ground in Queensland. It's it's really terrifying stuff for for, for our neighbours up there. Yeah, well, it's kicked off in deep water... Um, uh, and it's actually gone even further north. I grew up in Gladstone. Now it's yeah. around the Mar- Mount Larkham area, which is about half an hour outside of Gladstone. Um, and my mum is really worried. My grandmother lives up there. She's got right. terrible asthma. Uh, and that, so that's a big concern yes. for her. Um, and that road, that Bruce Highway, it's kind of going around at the moment, is the only road in and out between Gladstone and Rockhampton. And you remember with the floods when they happened, yeah. Rocky was... Whole cut thing off. Is cut off. Yeah. yeah, couldn't get any food or anything in there, so it really can be a big issue. Um, a lady who's been affected by it, Luana joins us right now. She's from Finch Hatton, which is around the Mackay area where it's burning. Um, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Luana. How are things there at the moment? Oh, a little bit quieter, thank goodness. I can actually see the mountain behind my house, which means I get more than a five hundred meter view first thing in the morning from smoke. Right. Yeah. But how, it's terrible. How close uh, have the fires gotten to your home there, Luana? Well, I'm right in the town, and I took a photo yesterday of where the, where it had burnt to and near a sign that says two kilometres to Finchatton. Right. So it came very, very close. You could see the fires. We're literally surrounded by them. Yeah. And it, the, the, obviously the police have uh, been given orders that they can forcibly remove some people um, if they refuse to leave. Um, and you're saying there are people in serious danger who don't want to leave their homes? Yes, there are a few that have decided that, oh, until it comes near my back door, I'm not leaving. But what we did is I actually went and I told them and I went and I registered them. Uh, we had the SES taking names, addresses, birth dates and all of that and where the people were and their phone numbers so that should the last minute come and you couldn't get them out, that they would literally come and take them out. Right. That that also sounds a little bit like they're collecting information in case they don't get out. It's easier to identify people. Yes, I didn't want to say that, but that's exactly right. All right. Okay. Luana, that's why would you not just leave? I know, but Luana, is there, do you have an elderly neighbour or something that that you're concerned about? I do. She's just up the road from me and... She was one of them. I've got a few around me that yeah. just refused to go. And I've had one turn around and say, oh, look, it'll be, and I know it's the wrong word, and he got told off by his wife, it'll be a miracle if it comes into the town. Right. She goes, it's not a miracle if it comes, but yeah. that's the attitude. Right, mm. yeah. So is it when you see flames the size 
that are coming through 12 metres high, it must be pretty scary. It is. It's um, quite an unbelievable feeling, especially when you walk outside, because our fires have been burning for two two weeks now. So it's not like a five-minute fire, and they can't get to most of it because it's just dense bush. Mm. It's subtropical, and it's actually the largest forest in the Southern Hemisphere, so it's a big area to look after. It's just everywhere. You're literally surrounded by the fire. Lise, your husband um, mm. is a firefighter. Yeah, he is. When he hears of people not leaving, that, that must does that make him angry? Does he kind of... Or... I, think, I think it makes them very concerned. It makes their job harder because <coughs> they're, they're there to help and to keep people safe. So, um, I, yeah, I, I'm interested in, in how many firefighters are up there because we keep hearing that so many have been deployed from Queensland, from here in Brizzy, have gone yeah. up, and also New Zealand. There's lots of them. Um, is that the case, Luana? Do you feel like there's lots of firefighters up there? Oh, we've got lots of firefighters, but unfortunately, there's still enough to go around. Luana, thank you so much for your time. Nice to talk to you this morning. Um, we'll keep you updated with the news shortly. That must worry you if Dane was fighting something like that. that I only just thought that would yeah. be frightening for you, you as why. You know what? I mean, this, this certainly don't mean it this way, but I think firefighters... This is what they train for, yeah. and and yeah, they. Are, I know without a shadow of a doubt that if Dane was deployed, he would be he would be there in a flash yeah. because that's what they that that's what they want to get stuck into. They yeah. want to help. So, would it worry me? Of course, but um, I, I'd 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 back him a hundred percent. Up yeah. you go, go. Well, thinking of everyone there in Central Queensland, like we said, Amy Drew had the latest coming up with the news. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred Five. As we wrap up and reflect on today. Guys, I got given two vouchers for free regular chips. Awesome. You're welcome. And I was so excited. You I forgot thought... who gave them to you already, but anyway, I was well, hoping I'd get the... <laughs> oh, was that you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave them to you for your you kids. I was waiting for the Well, that's chips. right. Yeah. Oh, I had like 50 of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you only gave me two? Yep. He didn't give me any, so... <laughs> okay. So I was pumped. I was like, yes, the boys were finishing sw- swim squad. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be perfect. Yeah, I was waiting that. for the we love you Uncle Maddie text. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, so go through the drive through place my order, two regular chips, please. Just so smug with myself. Pull up to the payment window, hand over the vouchers. I said, I've got two of these. Ha <laughs> ha, freebie. She looks at them and she's like, ma'am, they're for Red Rooster. You're at KFC. Oh! <laughs> so I had to pay. I had to pay $7.25 oh, out of my cow. own money. Oh, damn. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Technically, Maddie owes you that money. I think he does too. I'll give it to you when I get my vouchers back then. (laughs) You may have missed it just before we were talking to Rita Ora. Big superstar. It's great to have people on the phone. And if you go to the podcast, you'll understand this a little bit more when you hear it. There was a big gap (laughs) on the phone line. Because they connected it through the UK. <laughs> and it's really hard to get a connection with so much silence. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks. 
<laughs> but no thanks. <laughs> Beautiful day yesterday. Beautiful day for scooter riding. Leaving work, hopped on my scooter, started bazzing off down the road. I thought to myself, self, this feels amazing. Must just be such a lovely day. It just feels so free and just so loose and just a lovely day to be on the scooter. And I realised, as I've done four or five times in the past, I had forgotten to put on my helmet. <sighs> There you go, coppers. Four or five times he's broken the law. <laughs> it's amazing how often I've forgotten to do it. When you write the ticket, just put times five on there. It's dangerous. You shouldn't do it. I didn't do it on purpose. Do you know what else was worse? Some, some other guy who works here on his bike was leaving at the same time, and I know he was just thinking, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> he's getting ready for his barley holiday at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thanks, but no thanks. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Uh, apologies. <laughs> I'm eating chocolate yep. as we wrap up the podcast. Um, that's it. That's it. We're See out. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 On Hit 105.